Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss Julius Caesar from 1970, a Shakespearean political play, and it stars people like Diana Rigg and Charlton Heston. Very star-studded indeed. My name is Eva. Uh, and my name is Linnea. So, Linnea, why did we choose this movie to watch and discuss? Well, I, I think this particular movie was actually your suggestion because uh, you you had access to it and you wanted to watch it. Uh, but we did sort of talk generally beforehand uh, that we maybe wanted to watch like a sword and sandal film, which mm-hmm. just didn't really turn out to be, but that's nope. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good to be surprised sometimes. And, and this was um, an experience to watch, uh, but... Yeah, we will get into whether yeah. or not we liked it <laughs> later on. Uh, but yeah. I think the the point was that we wanted something that uh, contrasted to the more sci-fi-ish and, and uh, fantasy-ish movies that we had seen recently. So it became sort of a mm. historical epic instead. Yeah, like a palate cleanser almost. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we could call it that. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I don't think that I realized that it was like a Shakespeare play. Um no, that's fine. That's fine. I, I was uneducated <laughs> on that. <laughs> sometimes, it, yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. nice going into films not knowing anything yeah. about them. So you know, I didn't mind that. Yeah, uh, at all. But yeah, so maybe we should just go over the plot like really quickly. And if you've seen Julius Caesar, or if you've like went to the theater and watched it, or watched any of the quite many interpretations, or um, um, what do you call it, like movies based on the place, because there are a few, I believe, uh, then you know the story. But it's uh, Julius Caesar is coming back from a um, campaign, a war campaign, and he's very successful. But plotting against him begins pretty much immediately by Cassius and Brutus. And Brutus is, or is it called Brute in the movie? I can't recall, but... Uh, Brutus is a very good friend of Caesar, so it takes a bit of convincing to get him to essentially backstab Caesar in the end. And um, there's political machinery going on, (laughs) people talking to people and, hmm, what should I do? What do I think? That sort of things. Uh, And then Caesar gets uh, backstabbed quite literally by uh, by the people he thought were his friends in in the middle of the day in the middle of the senate and then mark antony who is a very good friend of caesar and who was not in on the uh, conspiracy he's like oh my god what has what have these people done especially brutus and then we have sort of mark antony on one side and we have brutus on the one on the other side and the two of them sort of 
you know, maneuvering on both ends to sort of take over the rule of Rome. That's pretty much it. And then they battle it out in the end and uh, Brutus loses. (laughs) That is basically it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Anything you want to add to that? No, that that was a good, concise description of it. I mean, it's Shakespeare, so of course... If you want to talk about the details, there's a hell of a lot more going on. But yeah. that's the gist of it. And that's the most important uh, plot point. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, your overall opinions, then? My overall opinion. Well, um, I, I wrote this because I have a letterbox account. So I wrote a short mm. review of this. Uh, and I said that it clocks in at nearly two hours long, yeah. this movie. And you really feel that it is two hours long. So I, in my review, suggested that you have an intermission in Mm. the middle. (laughs) Which is what you recommended me to do as well, because you saw it before I did, yeah. Um, Which I didn't, I wish I had, but I didn't. (laughs) I watched it all in one sitting and... Oh, wow. Boy. Um, But general impression, you know, just not looking at the details... I'm impressed with what it's trying to do, with the mm. vision and how true it appears to, to stay to the original. I haven't read Shakespeare's Julius Caesar play. Uh, I have read other stuff by Shakespeare, so uh, I felt that most, maybe even all of the dialogue were direct quotes from from, from the original play. And oh. that, was, that was nice. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt very theatrical in its presentation and i i enjoyed that but then at the same time it was also kind of a bit gray to a certain extent Mm. Uh, i wish they would have spiced up like everything you know make the clothing a little bit more colorful make the set designs and the buildings just a little bit more uh, (laughs) interesting to look at you know Mm. uh, things like that so (sighs) It, it was quite boring uh, because it was so long, but I also thought there were things to enjoy in it. I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. I just thought there was... Yeah. <sighs> if I had seen it as a two-parter, I think I would mm. have enjo- enjoyed it better. Um, but sitting through the whole thing in one sitting was... No, that was so boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I agree with most of what you're saying. Like, I mm-hmm. don't have this sort of experience with Shakespeare the way you do as you've actually read a few things um, I haven't I tried reading Othello once um, and I didn't finish more than like three sentences so <laughs> oh. you know that's how brilliant I am of a <laughs> brain but um, <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed the acting um, I think most of them were really animated and really into their characters and it really really made you believe the scene. Uh, for example, I really enjoyed Jason Robards who played Brutus. Um, I also really enjoyed the... <laughs> cameo is, the, is definitely the wrong word, but uh, we do see Diana Rigg mm-hmm. in a role as Portia, who is uh, Brutus's wife's wife, <laughs> not wives. <laughs> uh, and f- if you didn't know, she is in Game of Thrones, so did enjoy seeing her, because she's awesome. Kind of felt like I would have liked to see a little bit more 
something from Charlton Heston. And he is like the big name. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like he's so the way he usually is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Very much the, mm-hmm, oh, like the, the man, sort of. <laughs> the yeah. Manly yeah. man. So he he plays Mark Antony in the film. Yeah, um, yeah. And he doesn't really have anything to do until the last half, the last third yeah. of the film. Uh, so he, I feel like a bit of a wasted potential there um, for, for that character and for that actor in the film. Yeah, like possibly if he would have been any of the other characters, like maybe Cassius, the would have been a better part for him to maybe show off a little bit more. But as it was now, like him being the main name as well, mm. just left me a little wanting. Um, yeah, just left me wanting, I guess. Uh, but I do agree with you, like you said, with the setting and everything. Um, the scenery and there, there was just something missing from this movie. And it might have just been that, like that extra spring, sprinkle of spice. Mm. <laughs> When it comes to clothing, maybe maybe the acting a little bit. Um, just something to keep you a bit more hooked to it. Because I, I kept losing interest a lot of the time. And it's not because it's like a political drama or anything. Because I definitely enjoy that kind of thing. Um, so it was just something missing from this one, I, I guess. Yeah, and I think that sort of... <sighs> Just as to to continue to spin on what you're saying, that that yeah. raises the question of when you're doing an adaptation of Shakespeare or of other things as well, how 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 close to the original should you be? Because when you're translating translating the text into a, a different media, you will have to change things, and I kind of feel like mm. this movie suffered a little bit. From trying to keep so close to the original, uh, namely that um, we had these very very long speeches, uh, which are in the original, and maybe they work better as a theatrical play when you you have a a very different sort of relationship to the audience because it's mm. live and everything. Uh, but here it's just <sighs> there are several of these kinds of speeches, and they sort of. They stop the pacing of the film. It, it, it sort of comes yeah. to a standstill. And then for many, many minutes, it's just one person monologuing. And then he stops. And then the pace picks up again. And then we come to another speech and it stops. Uh, and yeah. I, I, I felt, for me, that felt like a big issue. Um, that the pacing was so uneven. Um, because, because they wanted to try to keep it so close to the yeah. original play. And I, I appreciate that attempt. I'm just not sure I, I liked it personally. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of interesting to, at one point in the future, watch um, Julius Caesar from 1953, mm-hmm. starring, Julia, <laughs> starring Julius Caesar, <laughs> uh, Marlon Brando. <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. uh, sorry, audience. If you can't tell... Uh, me and, if I may say so, Linnea, both you and I are having sort of a... <laughs> difficult day today so <laughs> if we sound a bit sluggish just deal with it basically <laughs> yeah yeah anyways marlon brando just to sort of compare the two of them and feel like how how did they do it like 20 mm-hmm. years earlier and you know that's a fun thing to do i guess yeah or not if it's equal torture <laughs> 
I don't know. It I would torture, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. it was a bit slow. <laughs> I, I I do know what you mean, but I have a feeling that the one from 50, fifty-three is probably not close to two hours long. Um, I would guess maybe ninety minutes long for that one. Um, I'll have a look. Um, <laughs> oh, it's two hours. Oh no. Yeah, it's two Crap. hours. Crap. <laughs> why (laughs) yeah but just like once more repeating that i did really enjoy the acting um for me i would have just enjoyed it to be in a different setting or scenery perhaps and maybe shortened actually you know like trim some of the fat away to sort of um, have a more streamlined slightly more modern um for a modern audience now of course it's 1970 so, you know, it's like 50 years ago, but still, I feel like even then you could have changed a few things up, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't going for that. But still, like, <laughs> that's what I would have wanted to. Yeah, least. yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I would, uh, I would, as we mentioned before, I think I would have liked the pacing to be more even. Mm. But I don't necessarily fault the movie for that. I maybe fault Shakespeare for that. Ooh, shade. <laughs> Sorry to all Shakespeare fans out there, but that's that's just the way it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you say, streamline it a little bit more. Um, make it more of a spectacle, I feel. Because mm. this wasn't really a spectacle. Not the way I wanted it to be. Uh, make it more colorful. Make it more... I don't know, just... just overplay it <laughs> kind of uh yeah and don't... also just can Be i just so like sh- yeah. shove something in there because like rome is back then it was kind of you have this sort of like duality of it being kind of clean and very neat and them sort of like looking down on the so-called barbarians but at the same time rome is kind of like a filthy place <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of not so great morals and things so maybe just like sort of show a bit more of the like the undercurrents and the underbellies and make it a bit more something yeah 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 just agree yeah. agree <laughs> <laughs> but the actors do a really good job in the film i can't i can't complain about them i think they uh did a fantastic job with delivering what is a very challenging script so you know kudos to that definitely definitely <clears throat> So I guess that takes us to replace an actor to improve the movie. Are you up for this one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, well, am I you'd ever? better be. You <laughs> better be because you're being put in the time machine and you can bring back any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie. Who would you bring? So many careers depend on this back in the 70s. So you damn well make it right. <laughs> am I ever prepared for this part of the podcast? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Nothing's ever but, uh, I would, I would probably uh, try and bring it Patrick Stewart in some way. Oh. Uh, because he is known as a Shakespearean actor. I almost so. cussed. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. Excellent choice, of course. Did I steal your choice, maybe? Yes. <laughs> you did. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, I have a wild... Well, not wild card, but I have a card up my sleeve. That's what, what, what I was going for. Um, I'm thinking Idris Elba. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I could picture him being... Um, 
let's say Cassius, for example. Mm. Um, him and Patrick Stewart in this movie. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Wanna watch that one instead? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if we do look at Shakespeare adaptations, we do have a sort of history-ish of putting black actors in in the role in in uh, Shakespeare where they may not mm. necessarily have been intended as such. And I'm thinking about um, much ado about nothing. I don't remember which character it is, but I know there's someone in there who's played oh. by a black actor. Uh, and when it that movie came out, it was like a big baloo because everyone was like, he's not supposed to be black. And everyone was like, who cares? Shut up. <laughs> Enjoy did, the movie. Yeah. I think I think it might have been Denzel Washington that was in it. I, I oh, might remember that wrong, but I might remember it right also. Oh. So it could be that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think the two of them, perfection together. Yes. In this movie, they're both alive, so we could make it happen somehow. I guess. Oh yes. But yes. Patrick Stewart's pushing it though, like he's 80 or something. <laughs> Anyways, off topic. Okay, moving on to... <gasps> Bang, Bond, Blast. This is our version of Fuck, Mary Kill in the same order. Who will you choose? You have the selection of Mark Anthony, Brutus, the dazzlingly beautiful Portia. So, yeah, um, definitely bonding Portia because, like, she, the very little she's in the film, mm. she does show us that she's a very loyal uh, spouse to Brutus. Brutus, mm. on the other hand, betrays his best friend. So, yeah. no. Brutus gets blasted, unfortunately. Yeah. And then I can uh, maybe bang Anthony. I mean, he wasn't my favorite, but sure, it's Charlton Heston. You know, why not? Yeah. So, that's my choice. <laughs> Very wise logic behind these choices, which is why I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Like I said, really enjoy Diana Rigg. Um, Charlton Heston is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Brutus, bye-bye. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Which is probably a like thumbs up to his acting though, because we both like, oh no, what are you doing? So <laughs> good, good one, Jason. Yes. So a double feature then, and this is a segment where we recommend movies that make up for a d good double feature with the one we've watched. So movies that maybe are similar, or movies that maybe are not similar, but which we think would make a good double feature. What do you have suggested, Eva? Well, I'm being a bit of a rebel today. <laughs> <laughs> I say, forget about Julius Caesar. Forget about it. And watch instead I, Claudius. It's also from the 70s. Mm. And it's an excellent TV series. And uh, it's also got that sort of slow pace with political intrigues and whatnot and murders and conspiracies and whatever you fancy it's got it and uh, it's just a thousand times better in my opinion it's one of my faves actually <laughs> when it comes to television series so Good. yeah thoroughly recommend that one <laughs> um. what do you recommend <laughs> Well, I have a couple, uh, but I'm I'm gonna keep it on the 
Shakespearean uh, mm. area of movies. Uh, but since we are talking about a double feature, which sort of implies that you're going to watch these two things together, and we've already said that Julius Caesar is almost two hours long, uh, one of them I'm going to suggest is an old silent film that is less than a minute long. <laughs> oh, so many happy <clears throat> listeners right now. <laughs> and this is, to my knowledge, the very first adaptation, and I'm saying adaptation as a very loose concept here, uh, of Hamlet, and basically it's just a sword fight. (laughs) Um, Which is how you do it. Yes, but it's quite interesting because uh, Hamlet in this film is actually played by a woman called Sarah Bernhardt, and I think she was like 50 years old when she played Hamlet, and later on, yeah, (laughs) later on in life she, she lost her leg, but she continued acting, so she was a really cool lady, and I think uh, it's worth shaking out just because wow. of that. <laughs> we should have her her as a theme at one point. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that the stuff she did was necessarily genre, uh, but I mean, we can bend our, bend our own uh, rules sometimes. Yeah, well, so, you know. We'll find it in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it genre. Um, but then I would also suggest uh, one of my favorite adaptations, movie adaptations of a Shakespearean play, which is The Tempest from, I think, 2011, uh, starring Helen Mirren, among others. And that's uh, a really cool movie. So check it out. Wait, what? Yes. Oh, I remember they seeing that poster. Hmm? Hmm. I have it on DVD. It's really it's a really cool film. I'm interested. Definitely. You should be. Yes. <laughs> it's on my radar now. Thank you very much, Linnea. You always have good suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, final question. Should this be remade in 2020? Um, no. Um, Or maybe. Uh, I mean, we, we sort of... Shakespeare is that kind of a character or person that we often come back to with regular intervals uh, in Mm. movie making. So, you know, we have The Tempest from 2011 and I'm sure we have had other adaptations since then. Mm. So, you know, at some point we're probably gonna get back to Julius Caesar and uh, maybe this is the time to do it because of the political situation in the world. I don't know. Um, Would I go see it? Not necessarily because Julius Caesar is not my favorite Shakespeare adaptation, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe. But without having seen The Tempest, obviously, um, if it was done in that sort of like way or in that sort of quality, would you be interested in Julius Caesar then? Or is or is it not even like worth having that sort of mind game because it can't be done that way? Or No, I, I it probably can, but I feel that most of what attracted me to the Tempest and to that adaptation of Tempest is mm. the fantasy elements, you know, the spirits and uh, and the sort of the, the oh, okay. magical yeah. part yeah. of the film. And Julius mm. Caesar doesn't have that. Um, no. So, no. I mean, you would have to make it like... <sighs> I mean, if you think like a Lord of the Rings kind of movie, but without the actual magical stuff, then maybe, maybe. You know, 
Mm. Uh, I would probably not go see it in th- in the cinemas, but maybe rent it when it comes out on DVD. Like, uh, mm. I would I would be maybe interested to check it out, but not pay a, a full <laughs> movie ticket yeah. for it because that's damn expensive. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Word, <laughs> they sure are. Uh, yeah, I'm saying like a maybe as well. I'm definitely one, not one of those who like, oh my god, there's a new adaptation by Shakespeare. No, I'm not that person. <laughs> uh, but if it was done in a way that made it really unique and definitely stand out in the um, movie season or the cinema season, uh, then maybe, you know. But I feel like they would have to do something really... Um, Maybe a little bit strange, even to sort of spice this play up a bit, mm-hmm. um, and you would need some actors, some names, you know, to sell it as well, I guess. But who knows? Who knows? Um, so a maybe to that, I guess, yeah. on my part. Yeah. So, listener, have you seen Julius Caesar from 1970? Uh, we want to know what you think, so go to our Facebook page, Starcrash Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, and also check us out on Instagram, uh, where we are also Starcrash Podcast. So, you know, look at our pretty pictures there. Yes. Uh, and join us in not two weeks this time, because we're taking a bit of a break, a little bit of a vacation, uh, and we are, among other things, things going to uh, the World Science Fiction Convention in Dublin. Uh, so uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes after that we will be back for our next episode where we will talk a little bit about Dublin, but we will also talk about Starship Troopers. Bye-bye! Yes. Bye!